the topic of this uh, talk is the sign that the angel gave to the shepherds, the sign. You remember the sign? Uh, so let's uh, remember the moment when the angel came. Jesus was just born and the angel came to announce this very great good news to the shepherds who were in the field uh, watching over their flock. Mm. So the Saviour was born and uh, the very first people to be evangelized, the very first people to be told about this good news were these humble people uh, in the, actually in the field uh, who, these humble people who were awake in the night and this is the reason why they could uh, welcome the angel and uh, have this revelation from the angel so Jesus was born Jesus was laid in a manger, right? Because there was no place for him in the inn. No place for Jesus in the inn. Now, keeping this in mind, Jesus was just born, laid in a manger. We come to this moment uh, when the angel now comes to the shepherds. The shepherds were all wrapped by this uh, very great brightness uh, uh, of God. The brightness of God shone round about them and they had a great fear because the angel of the Lord stood by them. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be to all the people. So the good tidings the angel is bringing about uh, concern the birth of the Savior for this day this day is born to you a Saviour who is Christ the Lord in the city of David. So the angel is bringing these good tidings. The Saviour is born for you, Christ the Lord. These poor people, these, these shepherds actually, uh, how could they recognize that the word of the angel was true. They had to be given a sign to see that what the angel was saying was true. Right? That's why the angel immediately after this, after the revelation of uh, the, the birth of Christ, says, in order to understand, in order to see that my word, are true, my word is true, this is the sign unto you. What is the sign given? You shall find the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. 
This is the sign given by the angel. You find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. The fact that a baby lays in a manger is something strange, but it is something unique. But my question now, in order to, uh, to uh, interest you in this, uh, in this talk, is this. Can a baby who is just born be the sign in order to make them believe that the Savior, Christ the Lord, is born? If, and in other words, the angel is proclaiming the birth of the Messiah, who is Christ, Christ in Greek, Messiah, the Anointed One, but the Messiah who is the Lord. So the Messiah who is God, God who became man, actually. But the, the, the question is, you angel announcing the birth of the Messiah who is God. And of course, the birth of the Messiah has to be the birth of a child. So it is no, no discussion about this. If the Messiah is born, the Messiah has to be a baby. Are you with me? So, what is truly uh, unique in this sign given to them? The fact that the baby lays in a manger. But is this enough to acknowledge that Christ is the Savior, the, the Lord? So this is my point that I want to lay out as we now reflect on this, uh, this gospel and the sign given to the shepherds, the sign given through the shepherds to each one of us. All right? So the point is, is a baby himself enough to make the shepherds believe in this supernatural uh, mystery, the birth of Christ, the Savior, Christ the Lord? So there must be something helping the shepherds to come fully into the mystery they were proclaimed by the angel, right? There must be something helping them to helping them discern that the baby laying in a manger is a baby, of course, but that baby is Christ the Lord. So what is this uh, factor we could say helping them? Of course, there is faith, there is grace working on their hearts in order to make them believe. But beside this faith and grace, there must be something else explaining the sign. So before we uh, come to tackle this point, let's say what a sign is. So we now speak very often about signs, a sign. What is a sign? Sign is a reality, something that you can see, physical reality, visible, that points to something else that you don't see, but you are referred to while seeing the sign. For example, very easily, 
a sign, the signpost. When we drive, we find a lot of signposts telling you the direction. If you want to go to London, you follow this direction, right? The sign is telling you a reality which is hidden now, but it is the reality the sign is there for, right? So you see something, you see an inscription, kind of uh, something written on a, this uh, board, but you know that if you follow that direction, unless they changed it, if you follow this direction, you go to London. You don't see London, but if you believe, believe, humanly speaking, in that sign, you normally go to London. So London is the reality hidden in that sign. But that sign is there for pointing to that reality. Another important sign we come very often across is what? The flag. The? The star that lifts the, the wild man. Yes, the star, of yeah. course, is a sign. Another, another sign in our daily life, in our human life, the flag. You see a flag just, and uh, the English flag. The flag in itself is something very poor, right? But the flag is very important because the flag is pointing to a country, to a people, a culture, a history that is very much behind that simple sign. But the flag itself is a sign because it, the flag is pointing to something else, to a bigger reality hidden behind the sign. So the sign is a visible reality which, is tell, which tells you something else. The sign is actually spiritual, has, has a spiritual meaning. Even the flag, per se, has a spiritual meaning. People who say that there is no... There is no soul, there is no spiritual uh, component in my life. They are completely wrong, because they like the flag. But the flag itself, if you are only a materialist, and you say, I like, I want to be a nationalist. But you can be a nationalist if you are spiritual, because nationalism is, a, is something which is uh, hidden behind the, 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 the visible flag. So you can't just hold the flag and say I'm a nationalist, denying the spirituality. See? So the, the, the sign is something spiritual. Right. The sign was given to the uh, shepherds to understand who Jesus was. And to understand that the word of the angel was true. The angel was proclaiming, announcing them, the birth of Christ the Lord. So the sign was given to make them understand who Jesus was, Christ the Lord, and that the angel was saying the truth. All right? Clear? So now we come to the sign given. <clears throat> the, my question is, in order to unfold this possibly, uh, this mystery is the sign given to the shepherds is a baby is born and lays in a manger 
And this baby is Christ the Lord. Hmm. But he's announcing the birth of the Messiah. So is the baby himself, without anything uh, supporting it enough to be the one who reveals the mystery of Christ, the incarnate God? So there must be something else. We follow this now path in order to come into this mystery and to see that the sign is very deep, very significant. The sign has a meaning, right? The sign has a meaning. What is the meaning of the sign? Behind it. The meaning is hidden behind it. But you need the sign in order to find out the meaning. Right? Okay. I will ask you some questions uh, to see whether you were attentive. So try to be concentrated. Okay? So the first thing is, let's see the very first moment. The sign was given. Luke 2.12. We have to read the Gospel. And this shall be a sign unto you we already read it. Let's refresh it. You shall find the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes and laid in a manger. Right. And, and the Gospel adds, And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly army, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to men of good will. Now, what happens after this? The shepherds are very humble and very... Uh, uh, they are ready to trust. Because they are truly humble people. They were awake in that night. In the night of that world, the powerful people were asleep. The learned uh, biblical scholars in the palace of Herod at that time were asleep. The shepherds were the only people awake in that night, ready for God to come and to tell them about this great news. So they are humble, they trust the angel, and they hurry to the grotto, to the manger, to see what happened. The, the shepherds say... They, in haste, went to, the, to Bethlehem. Let's read the Gospel here. The shepherds, talking to themselves, said, they said one to another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and let us see this word that is come to pass, which... The Lord has shoot to us. Let's keep this in mind. The concept of word is very important uh, because the, the original word is rema. Rema in Greek means the word. And this comes again when the shepherds find the baby. They were... Uh, uh, they were now sure of the word 
told them by the angel and uh, the, this, this uh, uh, Rema word comes again when? At the end of the account, when our lady is uh, pondering all these things, but the original word is Rema, again, words. She's pondering all these words, not things. So the word is the word of the angel spoken to the shepherds. The word is what the, the shepherds, now we see this, the shepherds, after they found the baby, become apostles of that baby. They spread the word about the birth of Christ and they confirm what the angel told them. Finally, Our Lady is keeping in her heart all these words. Just meditating upon this in her immaculate heart. Let's go uh, just to the second step. So that the shepherds uh, go in haste to Bethlehem. And they came. And they found, look at this, Mary, Joseph, and the infant laying in the manger. Does this say anything? They found Mary, Joseph, and lastly, the infant laying in a manger. There is Saint Luke here. He's, uh, he's underlying a kind of progression of revelation. In order to come to see the baby and to understand that, that, that this infant wrapped in swaddling clothes who lays in a manger is God, they have to go through these uh, steps. Mary, Joseph, and the child. This is a, an icon of Christmas. Yes, the second family, Mary, Joseph, and the child. But also this uh, progression of revelation, so to speak, is very meaningful, teaching us how the shepherds could finally understand the sign and believe it. So the point is now, they came and they found the three persons, this uh, holy family, in the manger, in that grot of uh, Bethlehem. And then we come back to these three people there, and also to this progression. But now, what follows is that the shepherds, Verse 17, chapter 2 of St. Luke's Gospel. The shepherds, now, they found three people there, right? Mary, Joseph and the baby. What they do? They look. Or better, the Gospel says, and seeing, they understood of the word that had been spoken to them, concerning this child. But if we go to the original uh, phrasing, it is a little bit more deeper than they see and understand. What they do, actually, so they see, although the verb to see 
the original verb, meaning the, the, the fact that they see, is not only a physical sight to see with my eyes. It is, a, it is more about to see, especially with, also with their mind. It is an intellectual vision. They see with their eyes, their soul, and then <clears throat> and they made actually the, the very li more literal translation is they made known the word spoken to them concerning the baby. They see, and in this seeing there is the understanding, because it is not only a way to see physically with their physical eyes, it is a about to see with their mind, their soul. It is about seeing with their heart as well, right? They see and then they made known the word spoken to them by the angel, which means they saw, they believed and they proclaimed what they saw. What did they see? Mary, Joseph, the infant, who was in a manger. Mary, Joseph, the infant. They saw, they uh, scrutinized, actually, that sign, and they made known that word. Which word? What the angel told them. Go to Bethlehem because Christ the Lord has born. The Saviour is born for you, who is Christ the Lord. And they passed that news on to other people. They became apostles of that baby. So we have now to reflect more on the, the way they came to know the baby, the way they came to know that the infant wrapped in swaddling clothes was the Saviour, announced by the angel. Right? The progression we talked about is very significant. They came and they... The Gospel doesn't say they immediately found the baby. The first thing to see was the baby. Of course, the baby is the very center. But in order to understand who the baby is, they needed something prior to this. What? They were looking at Mary first. Mary was speaking about the reality of Christ. They were looking at Joseph, the father. And this special father there was speaking, although silently, of the reality of the Messiah who was born. And finally they found the baby. So why is Mary and Joseph, uh, my, uh, why both Mary and Joseph are so important for discovering Jesus? What is truly sh uh, striking and shining forth when they come? In one word, it is the virginity of Mary striking them. This is a special baby because the mother is ever virgin. Can they understand that Mary was virgin? 
was a virgin mother, according to the prophecy of Isaiah. And you remember that God, through Isaiah, had already given to the people of Israel a sign. This is the sign. You remember Isaiah chapter 7, 14? The sign. What's the sign? The virgin shall conceive and bear a son. So it's the virgin. So the virgin is the sign. And actually, the virgin who shall conceive and bear a son is a sign now as well, when the shepherds have to understand who Jesus is. Why is she a sign? Her virginity is a sign. How could they find it out that Mary was a virgin? So Jesus was born. He was... Uh, uh, when the shepherds came, Jesus might have uh, been born few an hour before or minutes before because as soon as he was born the angel came to proclaim this good news to the shepherds so the time they went they came from their field to Bethlehem he passed maybe we don't know how much but not too much right and they came to the to Bethlehem and of course, a mother, a woman, after the childbirth, is completely uh, uh, exhausted by the childbirth. She can't do anything, yes? Normally speaking, in a normal childbirth, the woman is completed, the mother is uh, completely exhausted. But uh, the Gospel says that Mary gave birth to Jesus and wrapped him in swaddling clothes. This is not the job of a mother to do. Because the mother can't do anything. Yes, while giving birth. There is another person helping. There are more people around helping. But in this case, there is only Mary. She does everything. Why? Because the childbirth is painless. It's miraculous. Jesus comes through her without touching her womb. Because she is virgin. It's a miracle. Jesus comes indeed through her womb, but without touching it. There is no rapture, no pain, no suffering at all. There is only joy because it's Christ who was born. That's why she gave birth happily to Jesus without any pain, and she could do everything. The shepherds just came and found that the mother was beside the baby. The baby was in a manger, only the mother with the father, no one else. Where are the other people? There are some scholars that in order to deny that Jesus, in order to say that the gospel is a myth, because everything is made up. There is a grotto, there are the animals, there, is, uh, the sh there are the shepherds and so on. In order to deny this, they, they say, no, Jesus was born in a house with a lot of people around because normally in their houses they had a, a, a section of the house where the animals were kept. So Jesus was born within a house. And uh, within the house they had a place where the animals were fed. So Jesus was put in that place. But where are the other people here? 
we don't find anyone else then Mary and Joseph so the very first catching person in the in that picture is who the mother because the mother was in a in a condition which is something truly unique you never find a mother after, right after the childbirth to be beside the baby and uh, most probably she was kneeling and adoring Jesus. Yes? This is the representation that we normally have of the crib. A lady adoring. And this is the only possible way she was standing beside the sun. So the shepherds, who were people of a lot of experience, who see with not only with their eyes but with their soul looking saying they understood but they saw first of all the virginity of mary without her virginity no way to understand who jesus is the sign actually has to uh, contain also and primarily the virginity of the mother. Without the virginity of Mary, we can never understand the divinity of Christ, that Christ is God who became man. The virginity of Mary is always ensuring that we find the right Jesus, Son of God, Son of Mary, true God and true man. So the shepherds could see through Mary the divinity of Christ. Through the eyes of Our Lady they could adore the divinity of Jesus. Without the sign of her virginity, no possibility. Just to see a baby lying, laying in a manger to be, to be believed as the God who came among us. So the virginity of Mary the fact that Mary is there, right beside the baby, with the baby, this speaks a lot, right? says that Mary is a mother, a unique mother, in adoration. Also, the, the way Our Lady was staying, contemplating Jesus, was quite catchy was telling them something. And together with Our Lady there is Joseph. The second person they meet is Joseph. First Mary, then Joseph. This is always the progression we have in the Gospel. Also in the Gospel of St. Matthew, to understand who St. Joseph is, we have always to go through Mary. We can never see Joseph without Mary. And Joseph always comes after Mary. Joseph comes to be in contact with our Lord always through the mediation of Mary. Because of uh, uh, being the spouse of Mary, Joseph came uh, to be in touch with our Lord, to be the father of Jesus. So it is Mary bringing Joseph to Jesus always, right? So the very model of Marian consecration is who? Joseph, Saint Joseph. He was consecrated to Mary. He came in contact with Jesus. 
only because of this consecration to Mary, to be espoused with Mary. He came to be in communion with our Lord. So the second person they see at the manger is Joseph. And what do, what do they say in looking at this man? What is the very uh, impressive element? They seen a father being there beside the child who was born. What? His way of being there. His way of being completely absorbed by the baby. Yes? Normally the father is always a little bit distant from the baby. It's always a mother's uh, job to do everything. The father is happy but always a little bit distant. Now, now they see this man who is completely absorbed by the presence of our Lord. We could say, of course we don't have anything uh, in the gospel about this, but we can a little bit speculate. Because if they found Joseph, there is a meaning. St. Luke is telling us something. They found not only the person there, like a statue being there, they found a living person. And the person Joseph is speaking to them. How? Because Joseph is standing in a very unique way. It is not only human. Joseph is adoring Jesus. The way he was drawn into the mystery of Christ was speaking to the shepherds, silently, but speaking to their hearts to say, look, this child is truly unique. So we might easily say that the shepherds were completely convinced. Of course, these are signs to uh, help them believe. But there is the grace working in their hearts, of course, transforming their hearts. But together with the grace, there is also this, uh, this uh, natural, so to speak, aid to help them understand who Jesus is. So the adoration of St. Joseph is important. The way St. Joseph is standing beside Christ. The way Joseph is respecting the baby, the way Joseph is adoring the baby, that spoke to them the very great news about the baby. And then, because of this adoration, because of the virginity of Mary, the adoration of St. Joseph, they could finally see the baby and understand. What did they see? A baby wrapped his bodily clothes who lays in a manger. But this baby, who can't say anything, first of all, he was found, as the angel said. But he was found in a very singular way. He's there in a very singular way with the Virgin Mother, with the adoration of Saint Joseph. And then, they, this baby is special. They could see a baby, but they believed that that baby was special, was Christ 
the Lord. And then immediately the gospel says, made known that word uh, spoken to them by the angel. To whom? To the other people. They went to evangelize this good news to other people. Would the shepherds have known about the prophecy of the Messiah? Would they, would they have had some amount of knowledge? Yeah, erudition. Most probably not. Mm -hmm. so be because the they were very simple people. Yeah. They were not learned at all. They were not even able to read. Mm. So we might assume that they had no news about this prophecy of Isaiah. <clears throat> but with their simplicity, but their experience of life, they could see something great, unique and believe. And then the prophecy was fulfilled. The prophecy of Isaiah, the sign. So the sign of the baby and the sign of the mother become one single sign. Yes, because the virginity of Mary is always a sign pointing to Jesus, like a signpost. If you want to find Jesus this way. And the way is Mary. Yes, she's always the way to find Jesus to understand who Jesus is. So they saw, they saw with their mind, their heart, their soul, they believed, they understood that the angel was right. He told them something true. But uh, they became uh, disciples, actually, immediately evangelizing other people. They in fact, they, uh, under they uh, spread the news about this baby. They made known the word spoken to them in relation to this baby. And all that heard wondered. All that heard. What is all who heard? Who are they? Did they go to the village? Possibly. To Bethlehem, to the... We know that at that time, Bethlehem was full, was packed, because there was this uh, census going on, and uh, the people had to come to Bethlehem, the people from the tribe of Judas, they had to come, Judah, they had to come to, come to Bethlehem for being registered. So Bethlehem was packed. So they went somewhere in the town, little town, and they spread the news about Jesus. And people who heard that news wondered. And at those things that were told them by the shepherds, they wondered at these things told them by the shepherds. So again, what the, the shepherds are making known is the word of the angel. What is the word of the angel? The same if the, it is the word of uh, about Jesus as the Messiah. Yes, the Christ, the Savior who is born today, and this Savior is Christ the Lord. So it is the Messiah and God. God who became 
man. Finally, we have a lady now. A lady is there. Her sign we said was speaking about the reality of Christ. A lady now with her presence. A lady is pondering all these words. Which words? Which words? She's pondering all these words. Correct. Not all these things, but especially words. Because it is the word evangelizing the shepherds. And it is the word that evangelizes the other people through the shepherds. And the word is who? The word is a person. The word is Christ, the Savior. Christ, the Lord. The word. In the beginning, it was the word. And the word was beside, by God. The word was God. The word is Christ. Could she also be contemplating the words of the Annunciation when she was told that she would... Uh, of course, God. all these words. And the word of the angel to the shepherds, actually, is the same word of the angel to Our Lady at the moment of the Annunciation. She was pondering all these words. Right. The words of the angel. And the angel came first to her. And then, at the, at the birth of Jesus, he came to the shepherds. So, Our Lady, is, she kept all these words, pondering them in her heart. And finally, the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, as it was told unto them. So, this is the the account of the sign given to the shepherds. So, going back to the concept of sign, the sign given to the shepherds is not understandable. The sign is Christ. Yes, Christ the Lord, who is the Savior, just born. Christ the Lord, the sign, it's not understandable without some further aids given to us to believe. So we believe because of grace given to us. The faith is a grace, right? It's grace making faith, making you believe. And grace comes from God, from the sacraments. But in order to be truly convinced and to believe completely with your mind, your life, your soul, everything, we need some more human, uh, more than human exterior aids, some help given to us, which is more rational. We need some signs, right? Not apparitions, visions. We need something... Uh, intellectual, able to make us believe in a more firm, uh, stronger way. So the virginity of Mary, the presence of Mary and Joseph uh, was a sign 
to understand the sign, we could say, right? Now in our lives today, do we have such a sign to believe in Christ as the baby, the Savior, who is Christ the Lord? Do we have some external aids to believe, to support our faith in Christ? We do. For example, the Holy Eucharist, but especially Eucharistic miracles. They are signs of Jesus' presence, making us believe firmly, right? We have a lot, many miraculous Eucharistic miracles. Why have they been given to us? As, as signs to believe in the presence of our Lord. And these are signs, scientific, so to speak. They can be verified in a scientific way. If you have been to Lanciano, you have seen the great miracle. Yes? And the science can confirm this is, this is the part of the very inner part of the heart of a person. This is a sign, yes, given to us to see that our faith is possible. The faith is not a blind jump into an empty space. The faith is human. Not in the sense that the faith comes from our own strength, but the faith is something concerning, possible to our human life. So we have miracles, whatever. We have something else helping us to believe? Apparitions. Apparitions, correct. Approved by the church, yes. Apparitions, anything else? The Word of God. The Word of God is already the very source of our faith, yes? It is considered the source. Bible and tradition, two sources of faith. Martyrdom, yes, the martyrs. Today we celebrate the Holy Innocence. And all the other martyrs throughout the Christian history up to today... They all testify that Christ is alive. Christ is possible. Anything else? Also the Holy Eucharist, Holy Sacrifice the Mass, transubstantiation is a miracle. Every sure. time Mass is said, that is a, probably a massive sign. Um, uh, you you have faith. to believe, of yeah, course. Of faith, yeah. the, the miracle is supporting this faith in the sacrifice. Of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Anything else? Do we have anything rational? The sins, some sins like in Padre Pio, Padre Pio, of course, the charisms given to some saints to read your hearts, yes, and to tell you your sins, like Padre Pio. It's another sign. The church. The church is a sign. The holiness of the church, the holiness, the saints. Yes, saints are signs that who make us believe. Right, anything else? <laughs> Sometimes your experience in life. The experience, what happens to you, of course, makes you believe more, of course. The miraculous cures. 
of course, loans, for example, all the miracles which are testified by the scientists. Yes, science. Yes, especially the miracles, Eucharistic miracles, confirming the reality. Anything about the existence of God? Reachable by your own intelligence? The sun, the sun spinning in the sky, yes, it's a miracle, always in the realm of miracles. Anything about God's existence? Creation. The creation, correct. Creation is a sign of God's existence. The beauty, the beauty of creation, a beautiful plant, sunset, for example, speaks about the grandeur of the Creator, right? So you see how many signs. Are we able to see the signs? Are we able to understand these signs? We have a lot of signs given to us. But sometimes we, like, we look like blind people who are not able to see anything. Why? Because we are not humble as the shepherds were. The shepherds were humble and they were especially awake. They were very humble people, not learned. We don't need to be scholars or to be intelligent. Of course, some little bit of intelligence is good. We are all intelligent. But we don't need to be scientists. We need to be humble, to be open to God, especially to be open to the truth. These people here were immediately, they run to, the, to Bethlehem because they see an angel, they see the, the, the host of heaven came, who came, and they are completely, but they are open. If among the shepherds there was a biblical scholar <laughs> who had studied at the pontifical, at the biblical in Rome, who would have said, no, this is all a myth. Leave it. No, don't go to Bethlehem. I have no time to wait. Everything is made up. And he would have missed a great encounter with our Lord. Yes? Father, I read in a book that um, the shepherds, not only were they the lowest of the low, but in a court of law, their witness was not valid. They were that low that even in a court of law, their witness was not valid. Yeah, Diana Wim. This is Diana Wim, the category of the poor people uh, to which the shepherds belong. And our lady belong, belonged as well. So they are Diana Wim, the lowest class in the society, whose testimony was not acceptable in a court anyway. Because they had no social uh, stand, they had no social impact. Because they were people without any any knowledge, anything. And Jesus is called the Good Shepherd. He himself has taken on that mantle mm. of a shepherd. Yes. That's real humility, isn't it? Yes. He's the Logos. But the very final thing I want to say to conclude this discourse is that we forgot 
maybe we not, but it was uh, intentional to leave it at the very end. The sign of the manger, does it say anything? To find a baby laid in a manger. Normally you, 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 lay, you lay a baby somewhere else, yes? In a little bed. Why this baby is in a manger? It's the bread of life, This sign is telling them something. First of all, he's placed in the where, uh, in that place where the the animals normally are fed. But now the true food of life is not something ready for the animals, but it it is a baby. There is a baby, human person. Jesus is the nourishment for mankind. The logos, the wisdom has become bread. And this is something touching the hearts of many ancient people, pagan people, who were already dreaming of the possibility that, especially philosophers in the Greece, in the old Greece, dreaming of the possibility to be partakers of uh, the divine, this divine world, they were dreaming of this possibility to become as intimate as people uh, taking part uh, at the banquet of the divine world and eating of that world. There are philosophers who think that the only way to become wise is if the divine world, a divine world that they didn't know yet, but the divinity could let you be partakers of his banquet. But now this has become true. It's like a foreshadowing, isn't it? Yes. The world, the world, the Christ, the Lord, is also the bread of life. There is already the meaning of the Holy Eucharist. And Bethlehem is the house, house of, of bread, bread <laughs> where the bread was, was baked. And now there is a fresh bread ready for, for everyone, especially for those who are humble enough to see the reality which was laid out open to their minds and hearts. And also the fact that this baby is laid in a manger, in a wood manger, means what? That manger, the wood of the manger, yes, reminds them of already of something to happen, the wood of the cross. And it's worldly clothes, already foreshadowing what? The shroud of the passion of our Lord, the shroud which is now in Turin. This baby wrapped up in swaddling clothes, in his white clothes, is the baby who one day will be wrapped in the shroud after his death, salvific death. But that baby is God who is, has become bread. I'm the bread of life. If you eat of this bread, you will live forever. So all these signs were given to the shepherds when they came to 
Bethlehem, and they understood who the child was. Amen. Amen.